Yo, what's up, Golden Gamers? Welcome back to another edition, another episode of Radio Melee. Today, we do not have an extra guest, but we do have myself and, of course, Toph, the magical and powerful man, joining us today. We're going to give you guys all of all of our takes about the MPGR list uh, that came out recently. And, and what a uh, list it is. And what a list it is, really. People have had so many thoughts about it, so we're going to get that covered this week since we weren't quite able to uh, snag a guest. Had a lot of people in line, just didn't end up working out for us. But what's up, Toph? How's it going, man? I am so excited to, you know, I think nothing nothing quite gets the uh, uh, the imaginative juices of the community flowing quite like tier lists and rankings. I think as humans, we like to categorize and, and, and rank things. People love it. People love it. I mean, you can see this this... This human nature, it's reflected in, I don't know, the view counts for whenever Panda Global makes tier list videos and puts those on YouTube. You know, they get so many views because people fundamentally love ranking and sorting things. It's just it's just so satisfying to us. And I can't wait to go over uh, this, this which I think is the top 40, right? If I, if I can count, I think it's 40 people. Is it 40? I hope it's Somewhere 40. around there, 40 or 30. It's interesting because, you know, historically, we've always obviously had top 100. Well, this is like a little bit like a half rankings, obviously. We're not, um, we're not even really ranking people outside of the number one. Uh, we're, we're sorting them into tiers. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, it, you know, in, in a weird way, it's like, like, wow, like so many people didn't even get like ranked because cause it only goes down so far. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's an exciting time for the people who got ranked and a, I'm sure a bittersweet time for some other people. Yeah. Yeah, whoever who made the cut barely, who didn't make the cut barely. Um, what mm-hmm. you said about that, I know, kind of reminds me of how yeah. when the top 100 would come out, uh, one of the most interesting questions people would ask is, okay, well, who's number 101? Who basically didn't make it? And so now we, I think people often rank 101 unofficially or officially. Yeah. And uh, so now I guess the question moves on to who's 102, but we'll, we'll get there when we get there. That's, that's a lot to ask for in a community. Today, I mean, I guess we could talk about, this might be an interesting thing to discuss, who, who we think might be 41. Uh, or, you know. I, am who, looking, who, I ended up counting. It does look like we have 30 people here, so we'd be looking at 30. 30? Yeah. Not 40, 30? Yes, sir. I could have miscounted. No, no. I, um, maybe you're right. Well, yeah, oh uh, just just a quick just a quick look over. So, yeah, a lot of people left out, you know. Even if you're top 100, a lot of people left yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, a lot of people that you would uh, uh, expect to see on the rankings next year, um, certainly, but but might not have made right. it this year, you know, and it's it's nutty. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, two things. One yeah. of those, of course, is if you're watching uh, here with us on Twitch.tv, then what you can, of course, do is use that exclamation mark radio melee command. You're going to want to type exclamation mark radio melee into our chat. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you're going to be able to come down into the Discord server and talk to us. You can ask us whatever question you want. Just hop in that Submit Topics Here channel and type out your question, and we're going to select you to talk to us live on air. We're going to hear your voices. You're going to hear our voices. Um, There's only, you know, a couple thousand million people watching. Don't get nervous when you're live on air. That's yeah, right. don't mess up your words. It'd be very embarrassing. Everyone it would will be know. horrible. It would be horrible, and and you <laughs> never so probably much pressure able. on these people that never go on air. But that's right. Good that's good right. You. You, your career would never recover, probably. <laughs> and the second thing is, uh, of course, we got our community voice. We had a great question from last week given to us by um, Moki. Uh, Moki, that's right. He asked us, "Who do you think would be the best 
Among Us players. Let's check out uh, some of the community answers. I am interested on our in community this. voice. All right. CV, none would be the best Among Us player, right? With Scar. Scar would go full detective. None would randomly guess a person to get it right because he's none. And the hard reason is all he does. This has happened in Mafia. None was the vigilante one game. Oh, that's right. Although I think technically it might have been that his neighbor. That was Bond. That was Bond. That yeah. and Bond and everyone called out Bond and Bond said, no, I have the card. And he showed the card. So he died. <laughs> it was insane. I yeah. loved it. Uh, Bond not being taught all the rules, but, you know, um, which is really on none, not teaching Bond the rules. But it was cool. You know, and I will say with Scar, um, I can give a little bit of insight on this one. I think Scar is actually very good at picking up like party games or like like mm. games i remember when i played and he's not really into them but he's very good at them like i remember i played overcooked with him one time okay and he was like he was very quick to get very effective at overcooked and i've also mm. played among us with him one time and he like he ramped up really quickly. Like I, I would say like within minutes he kind of had the flow of the game down. Mm. He was making educated decisions about who might be who might have been where based on this that or the other uh so yeah i think the scar one is right on the money i mean he, i only i think he only played among us like twice ever and i thought he was very good um wow. so i think that's actually a stellar answer uh omar g thinks lyndon b johnson would be good uh, <laughs> but edit edits in as for melee people i think blur would be the best I just kind of feel like he'd be nasty. Do you, blur. Do, you, do you know, so it's always kind of interesting whenever I see the Blur hype, because I wonder how much of this, right? Listen. Because we've we've seen a lot of stuff with Blur on one end of things, right? But I wonder yeah. if there's a world of, of uh, possibly Blur's making, but of possibly other people's oh. making, where Blur has... He's good at things. Some, he's, he's, he has some sick stuff, right? We talk, um, we, we talk, we've heard about his TOing prowess, from blur he, mainly but you know <laughs> you know in the slate aspire community blur is supposed to be incredible you know he's yeah. like yes apparently known to be one of the greats like people in that community talk about blur like oh my god that well, blur way, guy we talk about him we talk about blur like, does yeah yeah to be honest with you yeah they yeah. do they do they do but it's but it's quite insane i mean i know uh you know um one of mine started playing Slay the Spire kind of recently, and he was like, well, on one hand, this game is really cool, but on the other hand, there is now a thing that I do that I'm just worse than Blur at, and I don't know if my ego can handle it. That is uh, tough. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, Dude, here's the thing about Among Us. I feel like there's... <laughs> when you're trying to convince people of your viewpoint, I do think it helps to have a lot of conviction, yeah. um, which Blur has in spades. Lots of conviction. Yes. Now, on the flip side, if you're wrong about something and you have a lot of conviction, then you can really quickly steer people down the wrong path. Right. And that carries over between games, right? Like if you, yeah. you need people yeah. to pray as yeah. town and then you were your town again and you're like, no, okay, look, I was wrong before. But hey, this time, though, people people will remember people hold a grudge in Mungi. Yeah. And that's tough for Blur. He can, he can, maybe he gets it right nine out of ten times, but everyone remembers the one. It's tough being Blur, man. You know, I think Blur would want me to say that. I think he would want us to say that. It is tough being Blur. Hyperglamia says Loki Wizard would be the best. He's our melee Zuckerberg. I don't know what that. I don't know what. So I don't know what that about that is. It's a, that's a strange comment, right? Because isn't yeah. the meme about Zuckerberg that he he doesn't know what's going on with people and how do oh, you do? Oh, he's like a reptilian. Okay, but on the yeah. flip side, okay, but that would make him a good 
imposter, I think is what this person's saying. Okay. He sure. might not be good at sussing out the imposters, but if he's an imposter, he's going to be tough to, he's going to be a tough nut to crack. Mm, okay. I feel that honestly. So then you don't know, you don't know how he's playing because he's always, he's always straight faced. He's always, That's right. he's even toned. Okay. I, you know what? I feel he is, that. He is even toned. And then uh, we got, I'm not going to, it's a lot of letters. Yeah. CV Isaiah would be the best among us player if he tried. That's well right. said. If man. he tried. I do I freaking love Isaiah? I'll say it. I've said it a few times in Golden Guardians production. Hey, did you ever play him? No. Me neither. Yeah. Okay. No, that was, that was before me. Um, Isaiah was yeah. pretty much done by the time I started. Uh, I think you and I started playing around the same time. Yeah. It was probably. Summer 2007. Oh, okay. I was, I was summer 2008. I guess that was a year after you, but. Yeah, Isaiah yeah, was big done. Big done. Um, well, listen, rankings. You always got ranked really high. I always got. I always got ranked. Yes, love that for you. By the way, yeah, you know, which people said. People were saying um, they were like, "Oh, <laughs> this guy could only commentate," but you were out here getting ranked, man. You were. You were I did. I got ranked. I got ranked a couple years in a row. I did. Very I nice. did get ranked. I did get ranked. Maybe one day I'll get ranked again. But that year is not this year because let me tell you, this <laughs> list is stacked. Yeah, and so uh, there's 30 only 30 people. of them. It's well, not enough to be top think, 100 this year. Do you, you gotta think be top 30. if people are just listening, maybe it would be good to kind of Give go through and yeah, and, and talk about who's on yeah. there and where it ends, who's in what tier, kind of establish a framework? Let's establish a framework. Okay, so first of all, I'm, I'm sure some, you know, people out of the touch, out of touch, out of the loop, out of touch Thursdays, all that stuff, mm. um, might be wondering, well, damn, why is it only top 30 this year? And the reason was because I think PG decided, you know what? There's not as much data, obviously, because there haven't been as many tournaments this year because of COVID. Let's not do a proper rankings where we give a number to each person. Let's sort them into tiers. Let's say these people are basically functionally, they did about the same. And then these people did better than that and so on and so forth. Um, and I think because of that, you know, you kind of get this sense with the top 100 rankings. I always felt like, you know, the upper end of the rankings, there was a lot of granularity. You could really like, you know. You could look at the, the the top ten or the top fifteen and be like, ah, okay, yeah, they, they, you know, each each placing matters a lot. But like, mm. you could kind of look at the bottom end of those rankings, the top one hundreds. Like, I, I don't know, I would look through the seventies and eighties, and I would say, I don't, I don't really feel like any given person in the top. Like, sometimes you'd be like, ah, oh, this person that they rank eighty fourth is clearly better than this person that they ranked seventy sixth. I think it what just, happened, the, the, if you looked at the numbers that people were given, they would often yeah. be so close, they would almost be like in a tier. Yeah. yeah. So that's, often, yeah. that's how it worked out. Yeah. And so I think this year, you know, they basically said, you know what, because you lose so much of that granularity when you get towards the top 100 range, let's just yeah. do the top 30. Let's do a number where you feel like uh, you can kind of meaningfully sort these people, you know, at least at all. Right, and um, I think part of the issue too, uh, from what I heard anyway, was it was hard to get data because not everyone traveled as much, or there just weren't as many offline events, right. or yeah. you know Europe yeah. was going to be more excluded because you right. know you know there's just hard no left um, internet connection that works that far away, and you know there weren't that many offline events to give them that much uh, representation. So uh, that's why the the tier list is North America, but you know there are there is. Um, Sora and and there was another person that was on on here. I'm looking for them, not finding them at the moment. Oh, we have the list on screen. I don't oh, I can, love very that. nice. So Thank good. You. Uh, but yeah, we had Sora and someone else here that I'm 
missing somehow, but I think we had a little bit of not NA on here, which is a little odd, but I guess they just had enough activity requirements to get in, which was... Oh, cool. OMSA, I guess, right? OMSA would be OMSA, Japan. OMSA, but yes, they, yes, 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 yeah. yes, that's right. Yeah, because OMSA went to... Uh, Leffen only went to that one summit. OMSA went to right. at least both both summits. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess... You know, Moki, by the way, I think was another person who, you know, notably got a shout out as a hidden boss because, you know, the only real event that he, oh, he did go to Pinnacle, but um, mm -hmm. Pinnacle, he, I believe, won. He, yes. It was a Canadian event and he, he beat Suzanne Nunn. And then, and then Summit 11, he got ninth. Uh, didn't, didn't do good at that tournament. It was kind of one of his, uh, you know, more disappointing tournaments. And so it's mm -hmm. kind of like, okay, well, if we're going to rank him just based off of those two, like it, it kind of would, wouldn't do him a, uh, it would do him a disservice. And therefore it looks like a lot of the panelists just decided not to rank him, which I think. Yeah. There were some people that didn't, some people that okay. did, I think Moki himself may have wanted him to be ranked. I don't remember for sure, but I think yeah, I don't even because know. of that, they said he was a, maybe dude, he would have been 17th. That would have been bad. It would have been ugly. <laughs> okay, I, I think I saw a mock-up someone had of him being A or B tier. So nice. I, I guess there was some argument to put him higher. I'm not. I'm not familiar with all the data. I'm not a panelist, but I can just tell yeah. you what what I saw. And even yeah. B is pretty good. Yeah, even a lot B's of great, good. a lot of great players in in B. I mean, in all the tiers, obviously, but you know, certainly strong players in B. PP, who's a player that you're looking at this and you're just like, wow, this person's notably absent. That's crazy. I can't believe this person is missing. Okay, I'll start. Uh, I couldn't help but notice the best player in the world ever by far is absent, and that's Dreffen. Can't believe Dreffen's not <laughs> on here. Dude, Insane. when Dreffen was playing Cody, I forget what, if, which online tournament it was. I think it was last month. But they were playing, and Dreffen was in the corner, and he stood still for a minute, and then he just full-hopped Derrick, and Cody full-hopped into it. I was like, oh. the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was amazing. It was really good. <laughs> I could not believe what I was seeing. Um, I will say someone that did surprise me being on. I don't know if I don't know if I'd really thought about anyone being off, but someone I did was kind of surprised seeing on a name I've heard talked about a little, but not much was Slug. Um, oh Slug, yeah, Slug yeah. Talked about a lot, but he he sneaks in there uh, in C tier, and I think he. I mean, he I certainly has some good wins. wins. Yeah, Dude. I assume he's got some good wins. I know he's got some losses as well. Got double eliminated by, I think, no fluxes at Super Smash Con, but mm. that's going to happen. Icy's Ganon's a tough matchup. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's cool to see Slug on here. Uh, just in general, I think it's cool to see Ice Climbers represent. I've heard a lot of good things. Everyone who's played Slug speaks very highly yeah. of, of that player. Smart player. Um, so I hear, yeah. Um, something else, else I can say, I can say something else that stands out. Yeah. Um, Polish in A tier. I think this is pretty good for Peach. We do have Peach in, you know, most yeah. of the tiers, which is also new and nice. But uh Yeah. Polish uh, I Polish is like a very legitimate claim for top ten in the world right now. Um yeah. can't really contest the results. I mean winning SmashCon third at Smash World Tour NA East. Mm. Uh what was it? Was it fourth at uh Mine Polish been. beat Everyone from Europe at Smash World Tour just <laughs> beat like everyone, beat like five spacey players, beat uh, I think third actually, yeah, because I think Polish even beat Triff, which is insane. Oh, wow, um, yeah, yeah, 
I will say too, Triff. I think Triff. It was Triff that got fourth. I will say Triff is another player who. Uh, uh, I would really like to see Triff ranked because Triff was doing great before pandemic. I think yeah. top finish was what some people were saying, and I mean he still was looking top ten at World Tour. I mean, so yeah. not see him ranked. I mean, obviously I understand lack of data, but it is sad, and because I think he's you know really shown that he's been able to do well for a long period of time. Yeah, Triff would probably end up right right smack dab in that A tier. Um yeah. if if you know, if we had a little more data to go with. Uh but yeah, Triff Triff absolutely insane. Polish absolutely insane. Cool that the peaches are on the rise, I will say. I remember even even Laud was kind of going a little bit inactive for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh but Laud's kind of back in action, which is which is cool to see Laud right there in the B tier. Also, you know, it is funny. I will I will just kind of take this opportunity to say I think it is funny how these letter names, you know, like if I'm like, I don't know, Albert or whatever, you know, it's like you're one of the top 30 players in the world, but you're like, yeah, I'm a C tier player. It sounds like you got a C on your report card, which mm-hmm. is like not that good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I feel like I'm a C tier player. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. I feel like those guys are all, these are all various degrees of people who are getting A's. <laughs> Maybe right. A minuses, you know, but right. it's like, damn, C, like that's kind of low. Like, damn, yeah. if someone's top 40 or top 50, are they D tier? If someone's top six, are they F'd? Are they failing? Are they getting an F? So it's kind of like, these are, it's tough. It's t- it's hard to be, uh, you know, Xbox is an A tier. I mean, yeah, it's a strange world for that. Um, I mean, it really goes to show that, I mean, you got to remember, top 100 is a small fraction, a small percentage point of the community Tiny already. Slice. But, and then, and then, to, and then we, you know, we divide these people up into smaller and smaller and smaller pieces like this. And I, you know, I mean, this is, we were taught, we've talked before about, the challenges of ranking and everything like that. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, you're putting some of the strongest players ever in, in C tier, even though they're top 30. Yeah. I mean, it, that's, that's, that's tough for people probably. Um, yeah. And I guess, I guess that's how it goes, you know? Yeah. That is just it's part like of with, the experience. Uh, like, it's like with Michelin stars, you know, like, uh, like, you know, mm-hmm. mission stars, you can be one star, two star, three star. If you get any stars at all, you're doing great, right? You're right. one of the best restaurants in the world. But, you know, when I hear, oh, this is a one star restaurant, I'm thinking, damn, like only one star on Yelp. That's really bad, right? It's like right. literally, literally serving you dog shit. But no, <laughs> right? So it's all right. about context. Is it one Michelin star or one Yelp star? So mm-hmm. these are like Michelin letters. This is like Michelin C tier, not Yelp C tier. Yelp C tier is like, you know mcdonald's right michelin c tier is one of the best restaurants in the world so you got to keep that in mind when you think about these letters yeah maybe maybe be nice to c tier twitch chat um but i yeah i will say i will say something that um i noticed one melee stats personality quite uh we'll say perturbed by uh Mm. concerned by maybe even upset by yeah, uh, and all those words some- mean the same thing, but yeah. Yeah, uh, this was something regarding uh, someone in S-plus tier. Uh. Uh, there was an argument about whether whether there was the Mango Zane tier or whether there were more people involved in the tier. Mm. And so if you guys are looking at this, uh, IBDW or Cody is another person there. And so, you know, whether... Whether you want to talk about that or yeah, not is one like, thing, but it's something. It's something out there, and and people. There are people that have some have some discussion about it. He it does feel like okay. Here's the thing. He won Summit Twelve, and yes. so 
Definitely, I so I many think, good wins too on the way there. Did not yeah, have an easy bracket. Beat a lot of beat a lot of really strong players, and so it's like for IBW. I feel like if he's first of all, if he's not if he's not literally winning that tournament, he probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have been in the S plus year. Yeah. Second of all, even in a world that had like, if there were more events, even um, like I wonder if he even would have uh, like I don't know like yeah he would have just had to take uh, more events, win more of these. So that's, but I mean, he did win Riptide over over Plop. Yes. Um. He he. I would say generally showed. I mean, he is clearly either top of S because he. I mean, he he's yeah. clearly doing better than everyone in S, or he's you know. So it's kind of like he. You could kind of see him in either one. Um. You know, I could I could see both S and S plus. Like he's either top of S or bottom of S plus. I guess. That's how, it, that's how it feels. Yeah, there were just people talking about um, some of his losses being a lot more significant than Mango or Zane's. Um, true, true. What what are his losses? Um, I know at, I know he lost to Ginger and Kador, and I think it was at mm. World Tour. My, I don't. Yeah, that wouldn't have been E. So yeah, been World Tour. I know that those those two happened, and I think there were a, one or two more. And I don't yeah. remember those off the top of my head, unfortunately. He had an H-Box loss. He lost to a couple of people in the A tier. Okay, okay. Essentially, I guess. Like, with me looking at this, he lost to Ginger H-Box. Kadoran, those are all eight. You know, and, right. and I, I guess he had a loss to Polish, right? I think he took one loss to Polish. I think so, yes. So, eh, I don't know. I would say... We've had, I would say there's been volatile, like, you know, you, you, in the community, you can have, like, there's always been cases, like, Mango's kind of been this role in the past where, you know, they'll, uh, like, you know, there, there have been years where, you know, Mango had some kind of, you know, lower, like, bad losses. I mean, I would say that these losses, I mean, they're still kind of top 10 players, so they're right. not that bad. Um, eh, yeah, I don't know. I, I would say, uh, at the end of the day, he's probably... Number three, I mean, okay, obviously, Leffen notwithstanding, whatever. Right. Leffen's kind of an enigma right now, but um, he's probably number three, and, and whichever tier you choose to categorize him into, it's probably a fair game. I mean, his losses, his bad losses aren't even that bad is what I'm trying to say here. There's more of them, but yeah. Yeah, not. I think it's a fair point. Again, I'm, I don't have all the data in front of me, um, yeah. which would, you know, yeah. help with this, but I just know that there were some people that uh, wanted him uh put in s and so i thought i'd bring that to people's attention especially as those you know those up upward spots are you know especially so prestigious s plus and s i'm having that really nice tiered ranking just thought yeah. i'd bring that to people's attention not i'm not trying to say one way or the other again i'm not a panelist i'm not i don't have all the data i'm just saying this was something that people were talking about well if you have questions about the rankings or if there's things you want us to address uh Again, make sure you join the Discord with exclamation mark radio melee and type your question in the submit topics here channel. Uh, I think we've got just about we're just about ready to get our first guest on, um, mm -hmm. who uh, is named Chicken. Welcome, Chicken. Chicken. And where are you calling in from? And what's your question today? Hi, um, I'm calling in from Houston, Texas. And yeah, my question uh, today is: so apparently, I'm a sophomore in university, and I realize that. Um, there's a lot of interest in college sports, and that's a huge thing nationwide. And um, so, given that a lot of the melee player base are currently college students, or in that like age, mm. something like collegiate crew battles, oh, tough. He doesn't is know. something that um was positively received before, would do pretty good as like a mainstay event. And I think there's yeah. something really special about you know representing your school 
and that could lead to students recruiting friends into the game and, you know, get viewership from, like, non-Melee player students. And so, personally, I think it's kind of a missed opportunity at the moment, um, and I'm curious as if it could um, succeed as a side event, and why hasn't it already? And I know It has in the like, past, why. yeah. Right. The Melee yeah. games. The Melee right. games was a thing. Now, I've heard there's something... I've heard that there is something similar uh, that that sort of currently exists. Um, mm. uh, I know there's there's a like collegiate slippy or something like that. I think there is oh, wow. something similar. Um, I've heard rumblings of it, and I right, and I've also heard that melee games right apparently was adopted into like CSL Star League or something. Does anyone know if that's still going on? I don't know. Uh, I guess well, I thought it died with Matt Zeb. I thought he was running yeah. it and he was just doing all kinds of stuff for it. And then he had to switch into a different role, a different job. And then now he does Call of Duty. Yeah. Or something. What a, what a Chad. And I, you know, I was just, I think it's just one of those, you're saying, why isn't it a thing now? So if what I'm saying yeah. is correct, if it is, it, then it was just someone took initiative and they made it a thing. And then that person had to go on and do other things because they got a different job. And now no one took initiative. And that's all it is. It's, it's still a good idea. It's still, uh -huh. you know, people have talked about it. They've said, you know, this is something that got me in the game. This was, I made so many great memories. Um, being able to get flown out for this was really cool. All that stuff. I agree with you. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I guess, I guess right now it's harder because of uh, quarantine and everything. I guess yeah. that would be the challenge right now. But Tove was talking about, Slippy Collegiate League, uh, something I'm not very familiar with, so maybe we can find a solution there. But yeah, no, I, it's still a good idea. I just think, again, a lot of the ideas that we have as a community um, are good. We just need people that want to step up and do that, uh, and usually not for you know not enough money for all their work, and that's usually mm -hmm. what stops people. So that's all it is at the end of the day. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually have like um, kind of a side question that branches off that, but it's still related. So actually, I um, recently I went to a big regional, a big Texas regional um, in Austin, Texas called Set Count. Um, it was like a few months ago. And, you know, I noticed there that like a lot of the um, competitors had like university like gear on, right? Including me. So mm -hmm. then um, like later, I, I, I DM the TO, uh, Peachy Keen, you might know him. He's a, he's a big, big uh, Texas yeah. TO. Oh. Um, right, and and we had a whole uh, discussion about it, and he said apparently before they actually tried to do it, but it was kind of a mess because like maybe some people didn't show up or some people canceled, and oh really? Like I I'm sure like to stuff like that is hard in in general, but I feel like it's something we should still really give a try because like oh, yeah. um I'm not sure if it's like this for other regions where Texas, you know, there's just so many like big name brand schools, and like Austin being in the middle of that makes it just like the perfect location for a bunch of like you know like a really good like a uh, collegiate like scene um yeah. and i feel like it could really thrive if given another chance yeah i mean um, did they was there were there prizes were there cash prizes uh and if not i mean that might be why people didn't show up as much i don't know because i know that was something the melee games had at least for something like finals mm -hmm. or whatever they had cash yeah. prizes yeah um i don't actually know I don't, I don't think i was uh involved at that time Mm -hmm. um but yeah i I did think it's a really interesting topic that i don't hear much discussion about and it, it probably is something like uh like pp mentioned where it is a good idea but people just haven't taken the, the initiative yeah, to it which idea. you know i'm sure it's like one of those things where it's harder said than done but um you know i, I think that you know, maybe if it is hard to organize maybe like i know traditionally it's like a 5v5 type of thing maybe it could be like a smaller team account uh, or whatever just to make it like easier to coordinate but i think it would be something mm -hmm. um cool to like try to play around with in the future 
Yeah. And I mean, if, yeah, I sure, you know what, I'll, I guess I'll say this. If a TO is listening and they want to do this, reach out to me. I'll see if I could throw some money towards it, make it happen. I'd, I'd like to see this happen because I think it's a good thing for melee and, you know, um, that's how I got into melee it was collegiate melee. I mean, it wasn't, there weren't crew battles melee. back then, but it was, it was a club. We had a, we had a smash club at the university of Washington. That's how I got interested. Oh, in game, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It'd be cool. I mean, it, this does seem like the kind of thing that Golden Guardians would even be interested in. You know, throwing. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. Thanks. So. Yeah, reach out to me, and then I'll reach out to Golden Guardians. Let's do that instead. Yeah, but someone's got to, someone's got to put it together. Is the thing, and um, yeah, yeah. I and I know TOs all have a. I think there's a group where TOs can talk and things like that. So if you're a TO and you're in a group like that, introduce the idea. See if you want to work with anyone. It can be, mm-hmm. it can be regional at first even, and then see if it can expand. Um, you know, start somewhere. I think the main thing is to start, right? And if you can get in touch, I guess if you're a TO interested, see if you can talk to Matt Dodd-Zeb. He has a lot of experience. I'm sure he has a lot of guidance he could give. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for your response. It was really cool to hear a, um, a very experienced like, input on that. Yeah, I mean, great question. I think it's a great thing to bring up. You know, that's kind of why I like this show. We get to talk about this kind of stuff. So thank you for right. bringing it up. You got any shout outs for us on your way out today, Chicken? Um, <laughs> I would say uh, shout outs to Anthony Tran, uh, a.k.a. Dovico, who's a, who's a, a very big household name in Houston, uh, a prominent TO and um, someone who really got me into Melee recently. Cool. Shout outs. Shout out to TOs. So yes, important. Sir. All right. Thank you, Chicken. Take care. Thank you all. You have a good day. Bye. You too. Good first question. Love that. And we it looks like we might be prepared for our second. I'm not entirely sure. But if we are, let's see if we can bring him in. Yeah. But if I, not, uh, we're gonna stall. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> might be might be still doing audio check. I'm not sure. Yeah, it looks like an audio check. Situation. I hope we can make it happen. I always thought that Melee Games was a really, really cool initiative. I guess that was that was running for a couple years. As yeah, far as, as far as I three-ish, four-ish, I believe. Three or four, yeah. Some good players got to participate in that. Um, H Twa, what's up? Yeah, the uh, uh, I remember Santiago uh, was participating one year for UC Irvine. I think, as far as I know, UC Irvine basically always won the melee games, mm. uh, which which kind of makes sense. But um, we'd love to see it come back in some in some form. Yeah, it was one of those things where I saw it going on and I was like, oh, is this really doing anything? But then when it stopped and every, and I saw so many people saying, oh, this made such a big difference in my life. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, this was cool. I had no idea. So sometimes I think it's one of those situations where we have good things that we don't know it till it's till it's gone. Right. Like if, we yeah. didn't, you know, it's kind of like the top 100. Everyone argues about it or whatever, or you know, we even complain about the summit funding. But then, you know, we finally bring the summit back and everyone's excited for it or we finally get to do some rankings and everyone's. Glad we're able to do that, and we see that right. it, it helps with people getting sponsored and everything. So, yeah, I mean, it's right. just one of those things. You sometimes you don't know you got it till it's gone. Yeah, man, this is. I don't know how to stall further, Tove. We must have a an audio situation going on with our next caller. It feels like mm-hmm. that might be the uh, the case here. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if it, we can check with someone else or. Or whatever, but um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, well, there's a lot of cool initiatives going on, like King of the Cube, right, Tove? That is going on. We're trying to get uh, trying to get some some King of the Cube based uh, guests in for future Radio Melee weeks. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, yes. But um, 
I uh, King of the Cube has finally moved to the West Coast. Uh, Lucky took it took it for the West Coast, so I'm now now I'm looking to get some West Coast players on. Um, mm. Which you know, and uh, for the people who don't know, what is King of the Cube though? That's that's the question. That's the real question. That's the question. That's the that's the mystery of history, <laughs> right there. And it's a it's a weekly series where I put up some money and Red Bull puts up some money, uh, and we pay out uh, the winner of. Well, they're their first of five exhibition matches, but the best part is if you win, you come back. So if you lose, you go home forever, uh, uh, never to be never to be seen or heard from again. Yes. And if you win, then you come back the next week and you play the next opponent. And, and you have a happens. cool crown. And you have a cool crown, um, especially if you're Gatsu. So yeah. and check that out on Tof's channel, YouTube, and Twitch. But now it looks yep. like we actually have our caller in. Uh, Slumber there we go. G, what's up? Uh, how's it going? Where are you calling in from? How's it going? I'm calling in from Denver, Colorado. Hey, shout out to Colorado. Uh, what's your question yeah. for us today? So, uh, and sorry if my voice sounds raspy. I'm on day four of COVID. No, you sound good. Total you struggle. Good. good luck, though. Good luck. Got <laughs> oh, thanks, bud. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. All Chat Esports recently raised the entry fee for the Salt Mine, which was kind of like the pre- premier Thursday net play tournament on the East Coast, mm-hmm. to $5. Mm-hmm. A dollar of that. Before. Wow. It was it was free. Okay. Um, ah. and a, a little background. It's a it's a two hundred and fifty dollar pot, which is why it became large. Um, <clears throat> so they raised the entry fee to five dollars. One dollar of that goes to something of a community budget is what it's called, mm-hmm. where all chat will try and lift up smaller events or try to improve normally overlooked roles in the melee community. Examples being commentators, seeders, TOs production value of the stream being held with the tournament, stuff like that. And I was wondering between the two of you, what areas within the melee scene, either LAN or net play, do you believe mm-hmm. would possibly be best helped with something like a community budget? Oh man, there are so many things that need money in this community. We were just talking about one thing. <laughs> yeah. The crew battle idea, the college crew battle idea. Um, yeah, I mean, I uh, I think it's really like you know, I think there's a there's a to, to give you an idea of something where this this I, this is a story, like a, a thing I heard from the chess community. Apparently, in India, which is a a, a country where chess like got really really big over the last couple of decades, uh, thanks to like Grandmaster Vishyanand, mm. uh, there's an initiative where if you're a grandmaster, like every grandmaster basically has like a company that just sponsors them. And you don't have to work like you're not you're 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 on their salary, but wow. you don't you're just you just play chess. And even if you're not doing so well in tournaments or whatever, you have this basic income that you're going to have and you're always going to have that um, wow. to, to basically to, to allow you to, uh, you know, pursue, you know, the highest level of play you can you can have. Right. Wow. Which to a certain degree is kind of like being on an esports team in that sense, right? It's basically like you're being sponsored. But mm. I'm just like imagining like, you know, how many, you know, it's 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 still one, it's still pretty hard to get on a top esports team in the melee community because yes. like obviously we don't have any formal um, you know, obviously there's no franchise league or anything like that. There's no oh well, there there there's going to be an official circuit, but we'll see how that pans out. Um <laughs> and and, you know, it's just the kind of thing where, like, there's so many people for whom, um, especially when you look at, like, the really necessary, uh, the really necessary roles in the community, like TOs, and, and it's not just, like, literally, even amongst, 
the term TO, there's so many different roles. There's literally the bracket runners, there's the seeders, there's um uh they're they're the people that, you know, when you when you look at TOing, there's like the people that go and actually gather sponsors versus the people that are more on the ground and they're putting things together, and then there's production. Uh, you know, most of these people are not making that much money and in fact often stand to lose a lot of money. So it's it's kind of a bummer uh in that sense. Um and so yeah, I just think that like uh uh yeah, there's so many um there's so many like ways for people to contribute that I feel like people would contribute if only there were they they stood to kind of have something to gain, I suppose. But, you know, at the same time at the same time I get that, you know, it's a labor of love for a lot of people and a lot of people would do it even if there was no money and that's basically the, the world we're in right now but yeah it would be it would be cool and this is also by the way to to directly address the salt mine thing this is also why i always think you know if if i don't know if that got any pushback i don't know if there were any people that are like oh my god i can't believe they're charging five dollars for this thing that i feel like should be free but i always feel like you know that's totally few. legit. Yeah, there were a few. Yeah, I bet. Oh, I mean, it's. I mean, I thought there would have been a decent amount. That's pretty cool. There yeah. wasn't too much time. I yeah, I don't know. I'm always just like, dude, it's like five of your dollars, but like that. I don't know. It's it's just it's kind of bizarre. To, it's bizarre to me that people complain about that because, uh, it's so much. I guess once you've seen the other side of things, it's like you kind of wonder how. You kind of wonder how people do it at all. You know. Like, I'm very lucky that for whatever reason, you know, commentary is considered a role where, like, you deserve to be paid. But, like, there's a lot of other, I would say, much more important roles that um, that for some reason in our community people don't think should make money or something. But it's like as soon as these people disappear, you know, it like PP said, you know, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's kind of a bomber. Yeah, if I could highlight, I mean, I, Tove's talked about, you know, he's brought up a lot of great uh, positions. Um, oh. And I, you know, instead of talking about all the possible groups that could be helped, uh, you know, if I had time, I would think about, you know, whatever this budget could go best to for however much I could expect it to get and what that could do. I don't really have an idea of those sort of numbers or what we could even do with however much money they're raising. I don't know if it'll be, you know, it might take a while for it to be $1,000 even, but... You know, two two groups that always kind of spring to mind, especially lately. Um, I learned that I think it was main stage. Maybe it was a different event I'm thinking of. But there was an event last year that ran long. And one of the reasons it ran long is because there weren't a lot of volunteers. And I mean, volunteers mm -hmm. are volunteers for a reason. But it'd be nice to pay those people something, you know, be, right. and also ensure there are more people at the events. And I understand that's for you know, offline, but that's still, you know, what those people are doing is very important because especially when you're a pool captain, you're responsible for getting the craziest part of the tournament to eliminate the most amount of people and getting that done as efficiently as possible. That's a very, very important job of the tournament. I think a lot of people probably don't respect that or they're just like, I don't want to deal with it or, you know, whatever. Right. And so I, I want to highlight them and another group of people that, um, I think, and I know these people can make money off their work, but I also know that they can get a lot of flack and it can be hard too. or the artists. Um, mm -hmm. sometimes where your booth gets set up at a tournament determines if you can get any sales at all. And there can be problems with that, or there just isn't enough space for everyone that does have talent. And then, you know, is there, is it worth it to, to get started if people are going to say, was well, it worth doing your work or, or not? And, 
Uh, again, I know that these people can make money, and I'm not saying that no one does, but I think, you know, I've talked about it a few times on the show before, and I think art is just something that is such a good outreach for the community. People, it, it's, it gets a lot of, it can get a lot of traction online, and it can bring people in. You're like, oh, you know, this is a, this is a way of sharing our excitement for the game in a way maybe people outside the community don't understand, but they can see it through the art, for example. And so I think it's a good, I think it's a good medium to help us help us grow as a community that I don't think gets talked about enough. And I'm not yeah. saying maybe it's the most important or whatever, but I, it is something that I don't think gets talked about. And so I, I wanted to highlight them and, and volunteers. And whether those are the two most important or not, I don't have any way to tell you, but uh, yeah. those are people I'd like to highlight. Yeah. yeah. The, just to harken back about the, the size of the budget, it, it would probably roughly be about 250 a month. Okay. So, yeah. So. so Interesting that it's a regular type of payment too that's uh it's an interesting interesting aspect of it i almost wonder if it's if it's something regular like that can it you know i mean i know we have the golden guardians grassroots fund i'm not sure if we're doing that again this year or not but um instead of sending that to a to because i would think golden guardians is maybe doing more of that but maybe if it's a smaller project to get off the ground maybe it's better for all chat to go with that um and then, you know, we were talking about the collegiate stuff. Maybe it could even go to getting that off the ground. Maybe that's enough to get a, a regional scene started. Um, I'm not sure. But, yeah, those are those are at least some places to also be considering. Because, you know, if you're having a monthly payment, you're, you maybe you're having something monthly come up. Or maybe you save it up and then you try and do something big. And you try to help a scene that has some decent players. I think Colorado... A uh, representative from there called in before, and they said, "You know, we have a good scene, but we're just too far away from everyone. Maybe you, you help that scene out, um, fly some other people in, or or have a, a an event that has a bigger pot bonus, so more players play online or whatever, right? And then there's more exposure for the talent there. And so I think there are various ways you could use it. Um, a lot of causes we've talked about that that could go there, and it's just a matter of you know figuring out is what's what's going to be the most value or what do i or maybe it's a better question is because there's so many things we can do what is what do i want to do the most what do, what do mark do i want to leave on the scene if you're all chat or a viewer or you're some of the enters and want to have a say in where your money goes yeah it's it's funny you mentioned the um all chat maybe sponsoring colorado events because all chat has sponsored a colorado event <laughs> uh before oh and man they're they're on the ball they are they they're all very smart and handsome from what i hear uh and the you wouldn't Colorado, happen to be affiliated would you i i'm the owner of the company okay nice <laughs> i was starting to wonder hey but yeah. good stuff good stuff you guys are doing that's awesome thanks mm -hmm. i i appreciate it but we sponsored something and, and gave them some cash and they spent all of the money we gave them on kool-aid jammers <laughs> interesting was, was maybe that, that's the community needs do you do you feel like that was was a healthy investment do you do you guys think oh, yeah. you got that, that benefited okay cool as long as you feel good about it <laughs> i i loved it it was my first it was actually my first uh lan event so, okay. because i'm a slippy kid so nice. hey, shout outs i mean you're a slippy kid you're Our favorite doing great people. stuff you're doing great yeah. stuff for the community coming in with slippy that's awesome I'm glad that's to hear. right our favorite yeah. people thanks thanks and uh just to also the last question being about crew battles. All chat is starting a, a series on regional crew battles called Tri-State versus the World. So be on the lookout mm. for that. Awesome. Well, hey, yeah. I think New York has a lot of a lot of passion for their scene. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys can do to collaborate with that. Yeah. Looking definitely looking forward to it. Cool. 
I know we. I know I ended up talking a lot, Toph. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add on to the budget or the monthly payments or anything. No, I just hope. Uh, you know, I don't know. To a certain degree, I kind of feel like. To a certain degree, I almost feel like it's like, uh, yeah, it sucks that. You know, it is the way it is. But at the same time, like, we're always going to kind of need some people with some sort of volunteer spirit. I feel like, I agree like, with that. there's no, there, you know, even if we get an influx of money, you know, into the scene or whatever, I don't think every single person is going to be, you know, paid adequately uh, until, until, I don't know. I just feel like that we're so far off from that yeah. dream. Um, and I, I actually wouldn't be surprised if a lot of other video game scenes that we look at and feel like, oh, they're doing so much better. I think this is probably the case in a lot of esports scenes still. I think even in, even in the tier one esports, I think there are a lot of people that are probably underpaid relative to how much work they're putting in. And I kind of feel like, you know, it's like, yeah, it sucks on one hand, but on the other hand, it's like, well, I mean, it, it's, I, we still it, it have a grassroots spirit here. We still do have yeah, a grassroots yeah, spirit here. So, and I, yeah. it's something that I, on this show, I think we do so much talking about. How can we tap into that? How can we make the most of that? I mean, I think if there's one thing we talk about more than anything else, it's what can we do for the community? That's our general question. And we do our best to answer it here. And <laughs> I wish I had more yeah. answers for everyone. But, you know, I think all chat calling in here talking about this, I think, is showing that this is we're we're going to do stuff. We're going to make things happen. And, and it starts with 250 a month. Maybe it grows into the biggest thing we have. You never know. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, every week if it goes over 50 entrants, we raise the pot bonus by $1 for every entrance. So last week was actually, I believe, $301. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Looking like Ludwig out here, adding the $1 onto the end of your tournament to make you look cooler. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, you know, we got we to gotta keep trying to pump it up, you know? So 301, yeah. maybe 302 next week. Who knows? Yeah, wow. very nice. <laughs> keep the bar high. <laughs> Nah, Best of luck with that. Yeah, thank yeah. you for calling in. And you got any shout outs for us on your way out today? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I feel like this was a little bit of a plug anyway, but yeah. shout out to all chat esports, uh, mm -hmm. especially the players that have made the experience of owning an org so nice. So JFlex, too good. And mm -hmm. uh, BBATS are two sponsored players, oh, a sponsored nice. commentator on Hada. And uh, you were talking about the. Uh, types of TOs that go and get sponsorships. So I have to plug MDJ, the one of the other owners of All Chat, who got hmm. us a sponsorship with Mass Drop, oh, which very, is, very nice, which very much helps run the salt mine. So Whoa. shout out to that. Uh, check nice. out our check out our YouTube. Tri State versus the World is about to go up, and right now we have a commentary coaching series with Hada. Ooh. So if you guys wow. would like to check that out or ever come commentate a salt mine, uh, you guys know that you're welcome. Oh, thank you very much. I well, thank you. That. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys. All Amazing. right, take care. Excellent. You'd never know that guy was sick. Had a lot of good stuff to talk about. Yeah, I, I thought he sounded great. Yeah, I, I agree. For what it's worth. Well, I will also say I had COVID, and I will say day four is a lot better than like day. I feel like day two is the day where you're like, oh, God, I'm going to die. Very fair. Day two is the rough one. By day four, you're typically feeling better at well. Hope he's feeling better in any case. Yeah, I hope so. About time to get our next caller in. It's Let's a it. uh, return customer and one of our, you know, one of our longtime friends of the show, Run Riot, What's one up? of the best doubles players in the world. Mm -hmm. Back at it again. What's your question day, Run Riot? <laughs> That's a generous opening. What's up? <laughs> um, I had a question. I've been thinking about this and arguing this with my my personal Smash Discord. 
Um, I'm wondering what you guys think would be the best team character-wise in Melee Triples. Oh, God. Character-wise, not player-wise, but character-wise. Character-wise, yes. In Triples. Yeah. It's not... So, are we not factoring in things that crash the game? <laughs> no, we're not. Okay. I think it's two foxes and then something else. I yeah, think it's, okay. it's got to start with two... It's got to start with two foxes. Well, does it? Because I almost feel like the, the melee stages are so small relative to triples that like yeah, triples. maybe triple, maybe suddenly triple peach is really good. That would be that would be so annoying. That'd be so, I would hate to fight triple peach. Ooh, triple peach on net play. That might that like would be Yoshi's, a good answer. I'm like Yoshi story. Oh no, down smash. I don't know. No big on the level. I always that love. Sounds this miserable to fight. Wait, yeah, I love no. this question because people just—I mean, instantly people they they have an answer and then they're like, mm, "But what if you know?" <laughs> yeah, somebody. Okay, you know, people. So you've thought about this. You've thought about oh, this yeah. for a while. Is what you're saying? And, yeah, you know, yeah. Is there? Is there? You like just tell a, us. Yeah. So you've you've played triples, I assume, because you've played a lot of doubles, and doubles is just is just smaller triples. So you probably <laughs> yeah. you played triples. What's what's yeah. the what's the meta looking like there for you? I think um I think Triple Fox has too many diminishing returns if that makes sense like the third fox like obviously fox <laughs> is really good but I mean third like fox. how much could you really do right like how much could you really impact I, I think mean it's another up smash and shine right that's pretty good <laughs> Yeah that is, that's a good start I think honestly I think it's double fox chic as the best told you, I told you it was two foxes and something else yeah. I told you You did say that that's true You think it's two foxes and a chic yeah, Peach is also up there. It depends. I think yeah. it honestly depends on the stage. Like, the difference between Yoshi's in Dreamland and Triples mm. is, like, big enough where Peach actually becomes a counterpick. Okay. <laughs> what about um? What about two foxes and a Puff? How's that? Or is Puff just not even... I honestly... I don't think Puff can do enough in Triples. Yeah, I don't think she Because there's too much going on, right? There's too much going on. There's too much going on. How are you going to rest... There's You're never going to get a... Rest it up. There's always yeah, five people flying chaotic. around here. Well, I'm yeah. trying to yeah. think of the meta, right? Like, if you can, if you're Fox, you do an up throw, and they and Puff is more hanging back behind the Fox than they ever di away, then that's rest, right? I don't know if you Dude, can. There's probably someone right there, PB. There's <laughs> yeah, the front other lines are rough. Front yeah, lines I, you don't think if Puff hangs dark. around the periphery, you don't think that's good enough? I don't know what the meta's like. I'm just assuming maybe the Puff can. <laughs> hang around a little bit. Maybe Fox goes for a down throw and then we just see where they land. If they happen to tech away, Puff's there. If not, Puff gets someone else. There's always someone there, like you're saying. I don't know. It's a a crazy world. I have no idea what the meta is like. I just, I watched it one, I remember there was, when it first came out, I think it was a, was it Pittsburgh? I don't remember exactly, but I think there was a tournament where they had triple. It would be Pittsburgh. And I watched the finals and I think it was, I don't remember how long it was, but I sat there and I laughed for, I think, about seven minutes. It was insane. <laughs> I learned nothing about the game or triples. It was unreal what I what I experienced. And so I don't know if the meta has progressed. I don't I'm not sure, man. All I know is I'm, I'm concerned about this question now. I love this question. Yeah. Nobody's I mean, nobody's thought about it. Not even for a second. No. No, because I always thought you would just like things would crash, right? Is do you think it's different online and offline? Because we are you. You did say that you were talking about. Uh, I forget what you said earlier. Run right. You said something about uh, trying to deal with something on netplay. So, is, is do you have a concern that maybe the online and offline meta are different because there's so many 
uh, inputs going in, so many computers See, going into a spot. I think, uh, honestly, if there were triples on Slippy, the meta is to have an Ethernet cable and a good computer. <laughs> that's the meta. Yeah. Okay, but what, what, what if you what if you intentionally what if you intentionally just go Wi-Fi and you want to boost your Peach performance? Do you think that? Oh, you'll boost it. Yeah, you'll boost it. I mean, what about oh, that, right? Maybe yeah. that, maybe they, maybe you get excited and you just accidentally kick the router. You didn't mean to. You just you know you get, there's a play going. Oh, on. I want to tell an anecdotal story here. <laughs> Speaking of kicking routers, okay. I ran to this guy. Chat. Let me know if anyone has any intel on this guy. This isn't triples, but it's <laughs> it's it's about lag. I played this guy. Um, he was a Falcon player named Lag Switch Larry <laughs> on Slippy, <laughs> and he would taunt at weird times. Like it was he just taunted in the middle of his talks, and I noticed that when he taunted. <laughs> the ping would spike like crazy Respect. and i his actually were think, unbeatable <laughs> i actually think he might have wired he might have configured like a like oh. a setup with like an arduino or something where when he taunts with his controller when he presses up on his d-pad it actually causes a spike in his network connection crazy i can i can ht honestly... you played this person he this is a thing right this guy this is this is if anyone has any information on Lag Switch Larry, please let me know. I'm trying to find out more about this technology and about Lag Switch Larry about to go undercover for I, a while. I, have... and I, know, I, I noticed at first because he kept taunting at weird times. Like, not like, you know, not like, oh, he took a stock and then he taunted or whatever. Like, we'd be fighting and he'd like back off, go on a platform and taunt. And I was like, what? And then it would, sp- and I, it would lag like crazy. Like, Unpunishable taunts. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. I want to know more about this technology. Anyway, back to you, <laughs> Len Riot. I didn't want to fully derail your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I actually, I mean, you didn't hear this from me. I've been playing a netplay a while, but we had uh, somebody, I won't I won't name their tag, in netplay tournaments. When they'd get wobbled, they'd spam the Windows key, and it would slow the game down. But you didn't hear oh from me. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you didn't hear from amazing. me. Amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Um, I, didn't, I don't think anyone heard that, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's no, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is something, I did theorize this back in the day, back on delay-based netcode, because I remember, I, you know, back then, this was, you guys got to remember, this was also pre, um, pre rollback netcode, but it was also pre wobbling ban. So wobbling was legal, and ICs were everywhere. They were very common to find ICs, yeah. especially in the higher ranks. Sometimes you'd be looking for an opponent if you cared about rank, uh, which I did because I'm a I'm I'm easily motivated by simple simple things. I'm a simple man, um, and shiny 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 badges, uh, you know. Give me endorphins. You were rushes. trying to tear up, just like we had with yes. the rankings earlier. Precisely. And sometimes the only way to do that, the only platinum players online would be ICs players. So you'd play mm-hmm. them, and there was this kind of weird, uh, like a the, the the meta was like a loop where if it was a good connection, you're doing great. You're gonna you're gonna be fine. You're probably gonna win. If it's a bad connection, all right, you're gonna miss some L cancels. You know, you're gonna <laughs> it's gonna get spicy and you're gonna get grabbed. You're not gonna be playing at your peak. There's gonna be all these lag spikes. You're gonna get grabbed. You're gonna get wobbled. But if it's laggy enough, it loops all the way back around and it, it again becomes <laughs> bad for the ICs player because now they can't wobble anymore because mm. it's so spiky that they drop their wobbles. And that's actually so it's 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 like do or die. So you could you could fight the blue connections on the ICs guys. Mm-hmm. You could fight the red connections and you'd probably be fine. Because they'll drop their wobbles. They can't wobble you anymore. So mm-hmm. it turned into this whole thing, and you kind of try to you, – you, you just had to avoid those middle-of-the-road connections. Those are the ones you didn't want. Yeah, so again, three ICs and triples, they probably win is what you're saying. Well, you beat them with the power of numbers. It's like that fight from the second Matrix movie. 
You might be able to beat Triple Ices with one Peach if you play well enough. That's I'm true. Not gonna lie. <laughs> you might. You actually might. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, um, my. Uh, you go no, no, no. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you when you're. Well, tell you what you're gonna say first, but I also wanted to ask you, uh, who are the best? Because you know, you asked the question in terms of characters. I wanted to ask you who you think the best. I guess besides yourself and Temple, I'm sure you, you all are very strong at it. Who are some of the other players that you think are really strong at trebles? You, tell your story yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, okay. My uh, my first impression uh, thinking yeah. about this question is every character that doesn't need space gets better, obviously, and every character that does uh, gets worse. Like Falcon so, like, gets worse. Marth right, gets right. Worse. Falcon, Marth, Marth, and Puff, yeah. IMO. Puff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, any character that has no strong approach is, like, not almost useless, but it's way more tough because in doubles you can force the issue if just one person kind of removes themselves from the situation and then they're forced, kind of forced to deal with it. But in triples, now nah, you're you're getting ignored. Like everybody's just scrapping, going you know, <laughs> okay, okay, on each other. So you're saying it's basically an aggro fest. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Uh, so if it's on Agrofest, then why would you want a, a third character Sheik instead of a third Fox? She can't, she doesn't have, like, the same approaching capabilities. Uh, I think Sheik is more consistent at higher percents from getting blown up, uh, in triples, mm. specifically. And so also needles Sheik, are insane. So Sheik is basically, is the, uh, maybe the stock tank, maybe the life support, maybe the consistency so that the foxes can do the aggro. And you think that's... Yeah. Good. And she oh, yeah. can and down scrap, smash. right? Like, she's yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, down smash and tilt. It's like, I feel like, given that there's probably just going to be so little space, you're always right next to your opponent. And, like, Sheik is totally down. It's, it's like, the closer you are to Sheik, if you're not literally shining her... <laughs> then she's happy. Like if you're Ooh. shining her, okay, great, you shined her. But on the flip side, like everything else is like Sheik just wants to be right on top of you. Sheik up tilt and triples. I'm just sounds saying. Really, it sounds really good. That <laughs> sounds great. I'm getting hit by a hundred of those in a row because the hit lag on hitting other people. Uh, oh <laughs> god. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. No, Sheik sounds really strong. Peach sounds really strong. It sounds like the good doubles characters that are really good just get better. What about, the, you know, the one I'm, I'm a little concept. Obviously, this is all theory right now. I've never mm -hmm. played it. But if there's one character, then I don't know how I feel. How do you, what about Falco? Does Falco get worse mm -hmm. or better? Uh, I think he honestly stays maybe the same, if not a little better. His down air in knockdowns alone it, in triples would be crazy. Well, the like thing about could, Falco yeah. is he can't even use lasers now, right? There's just too much stuff happening for him to even get one out. But he can wall people out okay, but I don't think that's worth it for getting blown up because that was the problem with Fox, right? Well, lasers allow you to be more productive from farther away. Like, Falco on the side platform honestly could control an insane amount of the game state in triples. Like, any scramble that happens, whatever, whatever comes after it is... Somewhat controlled by someone who doesn't have to put themselves at risk usually, yeah. Okay. As much as you can in triples, because I mean you're you're gonna get blown up in triples. There's yeah. you're not you're, nobody gets away from that. Okay, and dude. so you think his controlling of well, go ahead, Tove. No, I was, dude. I was just gonna say they should add. Um, they got to put big battlefield in. You know the Smash Four <laughs> stage, big battle. It's just battlefield, but there's more platforms. There's like. There's like two layers of platforms, like a double decker battlefield. They got to put big battlefield in. Double triples. decker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They actually just got to do that. 
Oh my goodness. But anyway. When's quads? Yeah, I'll start thinking about it. I appreciate you bringing it up. I'll I'll get on that. Yeah, we're really, if we can't help you with triples, we can at least help you take things a little farther. That's that's our job here on Radio Melee. We're innovators, first and foremost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yes. I just thought, I love this quote. It's just such a goofy, I don't know, it's a it's a thought provoker for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it's kind of interesting, I mean, because I mean, you can see that Melee had teams in mind with the way they designed some of the stages anyway, but triples oh, yeah. you, you could just see that's that's just too many. That's too many gamers one spot. <laughs> yeah. No 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 plans for six ports on the GameCube for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, wonderful exploration we went on today with you, Run Riot. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Do you have any shout outs for us today on your way out? Ooh, yeah, I, wanna, I guess shout out Tove because that King of the Cube set was uh, an amazing opportunity. Oh, that was really fun. Was Everyone cool. go watch yeah. that on the YouTube if you haven't seen it. Hey, I don't, yeah, I don't want to be that guy. Close 5 0. Close 5 0. Close 5 Dude, they're the best team in the world. Come on, give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel it. Listen, it was better. A better 5 0 than Left and Chillin'. I'll give, I'll give y'all that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, thank you for putting some respect. No offense, Chillin'. <laughs> no offense. And I'm sure, none, I'm sure none taken. I'm sure none taken. Yeah, for sure. All right, very nice. Uh, yeah, that's all, all I got. All right, well, have a good rest of your day. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Have a good one. See you. What a gamer. Yeah. The the double, the me and you episodes, they're wild, man. <laughs> they do get wild for whatever reason. That's just kind of how they go, you know? Yeah, I like it, though. kind of how they go. We got one more. Let's see what they've got for us. Yeah. Uh, Morco, Morcow, if you want to let us know how the pronunciation is and where you're calling in from, that'd be great. Evening. Actually, Marley, um, my name's Marco. I am from the UK. You can probably tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to be a bit quiet because it's really late for me. No worries. All right, you sound great. We can hear you loud and clear. <laughs> great. Okay. What's your so, question for us today? I'm going to keep it short. Um, my question is, it's kind of a bad question, but besides rank Slippy, what are like the top three things you'd want to see implemented next on the Slippy client? Ooh. Oh, after ranked. Yeah. Okay. I would like to see. Oh, man. I have some good ideas. Okay, I, I have an easy one. I'll start with an easy one. I'll start with an easy one. Um, And then maybe we'll go to PP and then we'll come back to me for the third one. Okay, my easy one is I miss. And maybe the way to do this is only permit it in Direct Connect. But I miss being able to hold A and B to reset this the stage. I think it's really nice to have... I get why it would be kind of a bad idea in Unranked, because people would abuse it. But when you're direct connected to someone... Remember remember the days of A and B? People, maybe Slippy Kids don't even know about yeah. A and B. But you hold A and B, and it's also not in the vanilla game. It's only in, like, you know, 20XX, Uncle Punch. Uh, but you can hold A and B, and it resets, the, it resets the stage. It takes you right back. You can zip right back on it. Salty run back. They also have an A and X, I believe. I think people don't know as much about A and X, but A and X lets you, uh, it's it basically, it's like a soft reset, but you go to a different stage. But mm. anyway, I really miss those. I really do miss holding A and B, uh, AKA run that shit back. Mode. <laughs> um, I miss that feature a lot. I really do. I, I would like to see it added to Slippy. And, you know, yeah, again, 
you probably have to do it. You probably have to do it direct only. I just think if you put it on ragged, I think people would spend the fuck. It would be really, it would be toxic yeah. and it'd be obnoxious. So yeah, yeah, you would have you would have a lot of three hour sessions on one stage as two gamers attempt to assert dominance. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Or you just take a stock off some Falco and they just A and B you, and it's like, dude. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or you wouldn't even be able to quit out on him because you're trying to get back to the character select screen and they hold A and B so it runs it back. Maybe the way you do it, honestly, maybe the way you do it on ranked is like, or, or, or is, is both both players have to hold it or something. I, mm. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. You put, you put whatever. it in the, uh, the quick chat so that they know you're trying to do it or something. Ooh, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. There's some way to do it. But anyway, I do miss that feature. So that's my number one. It's, uh, it's not much, but it's, uh, it's, it's something. Work. It's honest work that Fizzy would do, I guess. Yes, yes. And I don't know. Um, I wasn't initially a fan of the one of the things I thought of, but, you know, I've been thinking about it, and I think it would be very good for the scene, although I just, from a legal perspective, I would be shocked if it ever happened. But finding some way to have uh, a skins, a cosmetic system, something like that. You know, I think that's great for fizzy monetizing. I think he can use you know, some of that money can go towards you know funds and stuff we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would that's just good for the game. Uh, uh, just legally, <laughs> you know, more challenging. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the main issue. But I think so much could come from that. You could be stage skins, character skins. Uh, you know, you could have other. You could have other stages. You could have. Um, Voice mods, you know, whatever, sound design. So uh, there's a lot of cool stuff you could do. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, that being said, so something that would be a little more legal to do would be, um, you know, when I'm giving people advice on how to improve, um, some people are like, they're not sure how to use Uncle Punch, or they're like, I wish I could use Uncle Punch with another person or something like that. And so I've always kind of wished that you could do like a two-player training mode or a two-player Uncle oh. Punch type thing where you could like, do a save state together and work through that or something. I think that that could make, and it would make teaching people easier. It would streamline setting up save states and, you know, you could practice out a situation together and, and not have everything frame by frame. I think a lot of stuff like that would be really fun. You could just mm-hmm. run a 0% situation over and over. And I know that's still already kind of possible, but just streamlining that would be really cool. I'd really like to see that. Just it's, it, do, it. I think it would just be such a good practice tool. And, I think so much of the practice being one person, I think there's such value of working with another person. I don't even mean a coach. You just be a training partner. It could be a friend. Maybe if you're at a tournament, you do it. You're like, oh, I didn't know how to deal with this in our set, right? You have time before another set or you're knocked right. out. They have time before another set. And then you just do something. I don't know. Whatever, right? I think it'd be cool. Uh, it's just a cool thing out there. A lot of possibilities. So those are those are two things uh, I could I could throw out. And that, those both sound really good. For a third thing, um, man, I'll throw out another one. I saw someone talking about. I don't know if this was good or not, but it's something I can say. Uh, there was oh, a. I just an, had the sickest idea. But okay, okay, go for it. Go, go, for, it, go for it. No, no go you for it. go first. No, you go first. All I'm right, well, I'll, I'll be quick. I'll be quick. Uh, it's an all chat option, so it's yeah. not the default. It's just yeah. If both players have it enabled, then you like an unranked or a direct or whatever, then you can you can type whatever to someone and then you could even have filters on or whatever and then it's not the default so if you get slippy that won't be the default you won't see anyone doing swears or whatever as something comes up but you could have that as an option people send it to each other we could finally send yoshi noises as zeke intended and i think that would wow. be beautiful but 
yeah, again, not, you know, there are obviously still challenges with that and someone could still have bad experiences, but people could also add each other. Um, and, you know, so that'd be cool. And so that's just something else to something else to think about. And they could coordinate other games and it'd be easier than misconnections on Melee Online Discord, which apparently don't work too well. So just something else to throw out there. Yeah, that's not a bad one at all. That's actually a pretty cool one. I want more ways to communicate, not less. Um, okay. Because, you know, in spite of, like, you know, all the, the worries about toxicity and stuff, you know, we had full text chat in Smash Ladder. And, I mean, like I said, sometimes you get some real shitters. But, you know, I would say there, there were also a lot of positive interactions. Uh, and then there's some weird ones. There's some goofy <laughs> people on there. So, it, you, know, you took all time. I mean, yeah. I guess the thing about that is there was a moderation team and. You know, the yes. thing about Slippy is like, well, yeah, either either you hire a moderation team or something or you get volunteers um, or you can't really do full text chat because eventually you're going to get, you know, people who are just literally spamming slurs and, you know, you got to do something about it. Right, right. But OK. Uh, my idea, my last idea, the four, hidden fourth idea is, dude, imagine if you know how there's tournament mode in Melee, you can open up tournament mode and you can like do a little tournament with computers and stuff. Imagine there was literally online tournament mode you oh. go in tournament mode and it actually starts a lobby on the internet dude and there's a tournament lobby and you just get placed into a tournament you could even see and it, you right? could enter and you could yeah and it was literally a tournament and you're in the tournament and it plays That's out and cool. these, can you imagine and it integrates I mean, with spectate and you could do all there's okay. so much possibility with that too there's like you could you could have you could set up like skins that would only be in that i wasn't even whatever, thinking right? of that i there's wasn't so even thinking cool of that stuff. there's so much yeah, there's cool so much stuff. cool stuff you i mean eventually you could have integration with smash G and do all kinds of crazy yeah stuff. i was yeah. thinking the most the most lightweight version is 16 random p it just throws you in it's like the the first 16 people to do it or 32 oh, or whatever it is okay. get thrown yeah, into a yeah, tournament yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just in a tournament with 16 random random fucking people yeah um but Dude, I would love yeah, to do those you could take content. it. I mean, you could take it to the extremes. You could take you could definitely take the extremes and make them super legit, integrate them with spectator mode, integrate them with slippy. That would be like the, the extreme. Uh but sky's the limit. Dude, that's that cool. That's a cool idea that has a lot of potential. I like that a lot. I just thought of that. Yeah, that's sick. Tournament mode. That oh. reminds me a lot of like uh the Rocket League tournament stuff that they do. Mm. Where it's really do they do little pickup tournaments? Yeah, people just like ho people just stream just hosting tournaments, and then they'll like imagine like you can you have like the host, and they can just go in like drop into games and like spectate games. That would be yeah. crazy. They do that for Rocket League, and that's cool. It blows my mind. You could have different, you know, quick chat options for tournament, like you know, yeah. like make BRB more accessible, or you can say going to this stage. Or I mean, we don't have to go through Smash GG. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff you could just do, make the quality of life easier. That's a cool idea. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's my idea. <laughs> well, I love that. Wait, that's a good one. I don't know if I don't know if there was something else you were thinking of uh uh caller friend, but if you if there was something you're thinking of, you can share that with us now before we let you go for the day. Yeah. Um no, I I don't honestly. Um no, I didn't have many ideas myself. Those are all really good ideas. Um. Yeah, that's not much to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, no worries. Um, we'll let you go. Get to bed. I know it is late over there, as you said. Um, and really, really cool question. Uh, had a, had Tofe's brain blast in there, which was awesome mm. as well. Uh, but thank you for calling in. You got any shout outs for us on your way out today? Um, shout out to Tofe for making the video. He made a video 
uh, taking apart a GameCube controller. I watched that video, and now my oh. controller is in bits. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all good. Um, and shout out to, like, uh, Shice, who, like, does a lot of the streams for London Melee. Mm. Um, the London Melee scene's amazing. They're all really cool. Um, nice. Yeah, just UK Melee's pog. That's all I can say. Heck yeah, we love a pog scene. Yeah. All right, well... Shout out uh, to the thank- UK. Shout out to the UK. Thanks for calling in, and uh, hopefully you sl- get some good sleep tonight. Hope so. Hope so. <laughs> it's looking grim. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, thanks we take so much care. Me, guys. I'll see yeah, you around. No see ya. Definitely. See ya. I think that's all our callers for today. Good Thanks call. Thanks everyone who called in. Yeah, some good questions for sure. Um, well, listen, I guess the only thing left to do is for us to think of a community voice. Yes, uh, and I did not think of it at all. <laughs> I, 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 you know, if anything, I'm even down to extend that last question because I think a lot of people have a lot of good, good ideas. So I guess we'll pull yeah. the community, or that's I'll pull the community idea. at least. Uh, what do you guys think out there in the world? What do you think would be some things, and they can be as far-fetched. Yeah. Uh, or not, as as uh, you want, what are some features that you think would be uh, beneficial for Slippy that you'd like to see? Yeah. Let us know in the comments below. It can below. be crazy. It can be from other esports. It can be That's something right. that he could, maybe Fizzy could do in like a week. Maybe it's something that it would take him years, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. I, this, this, you know, let's explore what we can because there's no harm in throwing out ideas. It can be, we, we put an Among Us game mode in, right? You're not going to upset me. Whatever. You can put in Waluigi. That's cool. We've talked about him a number of times, and Toph's always on board. So it's really whatever you want. Um, but yeah, a lot, you know, plenty of things that, that can be discussed. Um, any other parameters you want to put on there, Toph? No, that sounds that sounds about perfect <laughs> for me, man. Great. Uh, but yeah, what what would you want in Slippy? So that is your community what voice. What would you want in Slippy? Yeah, What's that's kind of my. That's kind of my. Uh, yeah, I, I just think that question uh, we're. Someone's got a good idea out there that, um, yeah, that, I mean, there's been so many, uh, really, it's not just fizzy too. I mean, obviously the Akinea team, uncle punch, mm-hmm. uh, Achilles, there've been a lot of amazing modders over the years Yes, and a lot of people with really interesting ideas. Also people like, you know, literally just net code improvements, uh, yeah. with like the crystal build. Uh, and so, you know, honestly, uh, I'm just really curious what everyone thinks, especially if there's people who play other video games um always really interesting to see i've got one for you uh you know features i mean i think you might be interested i always thought one of the really cool things that um uh guilty gear plus r does is that you have the ability with the replays you can pick up a replay midway through you can you can start you can you can take a situation and you can say i want to start playing literally with my controller i want to start playing at this moment in this replay and try to re see if there's some other option I could have done in this situation. Um, mm. and you can almost turn any replay into like a little, uh, like a, uh, like an uncle punch challenge in that sense. Like you get yeah. to take control of your character midway through and do something differently. Um, obviously it's, I think that'd be amazing in melee, obviously, because there's so many times where you're just like, uh, Oh, you know, I want to see if he DIs this differently, what happens? Um, yeah. you know, and, and, and that would just be so convenient for that. Yeah, I so. think there was, and I mean, you could incorporate this with the two-player Uncle Punch type of idea where yes, you give it, yeah. you give the replay to someone else, you both look at it, and you, you say, both okay, this moment, character. let's let's change and let's 
see what we can both do here. Yeah. I do this, yeah. you do that, you know, and then so on and so forth. That'd be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I mean, the sky's the limit, really. That's a cool idea, too. All right. Well, I think that's about it for this week's uh, episode of Radio Melee. Um, again, congratulations to everybody who made the yes. PGR contenders list. Uh, congratulations to Dreffen, who's going to be on next year. Yes. For sure. Keep, keep full hop down airing. They will keep hitting. They will. Sometimes he even double jumps before he does the downer. It's insane. He goes really high up. Yeah. Well, thanks. And thanks to y'all for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Always a pleasure. And again, if you're watching on YouTube, come by our Twitch chats one of these Tuesdays at 3 p.m. West Coast time, 6 p.m. East Coast time. And Mm -hmm. uh, drop by, ask us some questions, talk to us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. Till then, bye. Till next week, everybody. Peace out. 